Let's talk about our democracy for a minute. But let's do it in a way that makes the snowflakes' heads explode. Let me be clear before this podcast begins. We are loud, loud proud, proud, and do not give a fuck. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Real and raw political and social commentary. The freedom to oppress the rights of other people is not liberty, you shit-eating moron. Ah, the smell of freedom of speech. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast, and this is Tony Michaels. Hey, Tony, fuck em. Well, happy, happy hump day. Happy hump day. You know what dat time it is. It's time for Let's Talk to Tony Michaels podcast every Wednesday, 3 o'clock Central, 4 o'clock Eastern, right here on YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We have a lot to get to today. We've got uh, swollen balls we got to deal with. Uh, Larry Nasser. The Chicago, or the California recall, Chicago, the California recall. And then we also, we also want to get to Mark Milley and treason. Oh, geez. So these are the topics that we want to talk about today. But first off, I want to start with uh, Nicki Minaj and swollen balls and misinformation uh, about vaccines and how it can uh, affect your junk or how it doesn't affect your junk. What in the actual fuck are we still doing with this vaccine Swollen balls makes you impotent. Nicki Minaj tweets out something about uh, a cousin she has knows a friend who has a dog who knows another dog down the street whose owner knows a guy who has a cousin who read on Facebook from his uncle that some guy had swollen balls because of the vaccine. The world erupts. Uh, In Trinidad, they waste a whole two days worth of government's time to try to track down who's got swollen nuts and who doesn't. And rather the vaccine swells your testicles or not. Jesus fucking Christ. And in this country, in this country, we've had Trump-humping evangelical paste-eaters running out to the feed store because the Facebook feed store pharmacist has told them all the cures for COVID is on the feed store shelves down at Tractor Supply. Come on, people. They run out of the horse dewormer, so now now they're drinking antiseptic, apparently. So poison control is overwhelmed by antiseptic calls. This is all because of misinformation. And really... Yeah, this is not surprising. I talked about uh, social media algorithms on the show before. And everyone wants to blame the algorithm. Everyone wants to blame Facebook in particular for misinformation. And really, honestly, it's garbage in, garbage out. Should we be surprised that there's a certain percentage of this country that is looking for any reason, any reason whatsoever... To own the libtards? Or to secure their freedom? Whatever the fuck it is they're trying to do. And obviously, obviously there's a market for stupidity. Because these people are seeking out this information. And algorithms on social media are garbage in, garbage out. 
garbage in, garbage out. And it's a it's a, a trash heap. A trash heap on Facebook here in this country. Uh, convincing people to poison themselves to cure them of COVID. And a lot of these people are ending up in the hospital regretting their decision to gobble down horse paste as the as the uh, Facebook pharmacist would prescribe to them, only to end up in the hospital suffering and dying from a deadly pathogen, a respiratory disease that everyone's been saying, hey, hey, if you're paying attention, if you're really paying attention to the interwebs, go somewhere where the information has, uh, I don't know, things called facts in it, math. The vaccine not only has been widely, widely accepted as a fantastic prevention, but the numbers and the data prove it out. And not only that, millions of people have gotten this thing. So us people who have been vaccinated, listening to you dumb fucks yammer on and on and on about some product at the feed store that's going to cure what ails you, are only laughing at you when you end up dying in the hospital at this point. Because you're not dying from COVID anymore. I mean, it's COVID that's killing you. But it's stupidity that you're dying from. It's stupidity. Because you're not, you're not fucking listening. And this is all part of this right-wing fascist allure that is running rampant around the entire fucking planet. In this country in particular. We're going to get to that here a little later about how California canceled Trumpism. But it's running rampant, running rampant. Well, it seems as if it's running rampant only to the people it wants to run rampant with. Vaccinated people, in general, are not being hospitalized and definitely are not dying like the unvaccinated are. Now, the President of the United States decides to put an OSHA regulation, decides to compel OSHA to have a regulation to keep workplaces safe. And these boneheads still, still aren't listening. You're still not listening. It might be my choice. It is your choice. Make a choice. You want your job or you don't want your job. Make your cho- fucking choice. Make your choice and move on. We all want to get back to, you know, normal type shit. We're tired of waiting on you motherfuckers to make a choice. So make your choice and move along. Every choice has consequences. The consequences of getting vaccinated and making that choice is that you have a damn good chance of not being hospitalized. A damn good chance of not even contracting the disease. The virus. And an even better chance of not fucking dying. That's the consequences. I mean, you got that 24-hour period after your first or second shot that you kind of feel like shit. And, you know, you get your arms a little stiff for a day or two. Those are the consequences. Not being hooked to a fucking machine. A death machine. Pluck your head out of your fucking asses. Even the Pope. Even the Pope is saying, Hey, hey, you fucking idiots. We, humanity has had a damn good relationship with vaccines. For decades and decades and decades and decades, humanity has a damn good relationship with vaccines. It saved millions of lives. Not just from coronavirus. Measles, mumps, polio. Come on, people. This is not fucking rocket science. We've been doing this for a long fucking time. 
So this misinformation thing is really continue, 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 continue. And we're going to keep, we're going to keep with the stupidity because again, the algorithms that are out there on social media, it's garbage in, garbage out. Just like Nicki, Nicki Minaj tweets out that she knows a guy somewhere that possibly knows another guy who could, his balls swelled up because he got the vaccine and his dick won't work. What? And everyone, of course she has gazillions of fans across social media. So the algorithm pumps this in, and it's garbage in, garbage out, garbage in, garbage out. Well, take out the fucking trash, people. It's time we take out the trash and just ignore this shit. Just scroll on. You don't like it? It's stupid? Scroll on. Stop paying attention to the Facebook feed store pharmacist. Okay? Enough of it. Enough of it! So before we get to the uh, California recall, uh, because we definitely want to talk about that and what the uh, political ramifications are for the California recall, um, we we don't even really have to discuss the results from last night because it was such a trouncing. Gavin Newsom completely fucking obliterated what would be uh, an election him versus Larry Elder because Caitlyn Jenner didn't even hardly appear on the results. But before I get to that, I want to talk, because there there was a hearing today, and I believe this is very important to talk about, and I actually want to show you a clip, uh, at least one of Simone Biles here, if we have time, uh, of a, uh, it's a Senate hearing, and it's about that fucking monster Larry Nassar, who abused hundreds and hundreds, God knows how many really, hundreds of, of young women, in the USA Gymnastics. And Simone Biles... Four, four women showed up to give testimony today. I want to show this Simone Biles clip. Um, and and it, there's several different reasons uh, why. And I don't... You know I don't normally show video clips uh, on here. Other than some other things. But I don't show news clips normally. But today I want you to see this. Now because I want you to see how much of an American hero Simone Biles is. Because if you remember... Uh, several months ago when the Olympics were going on, people were piling on top of her because she wouldn't do backflips for America. You motherfuckers. So I want to show you her clip in particular to give you some context and maybe why maybe why she wasn't prepared to do backflips anymore. And it doesn't make her any less of an American or American hero or someone to look up to. What she did today by going in front of the cameras in the Senate Every little girl should look up to Simone Biles. Every single one of them should be proud that she she is a role model in this country. So any of you out there that are Simone Biles uh, uh, critics and thinks that only 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 her doing backflips makes her an American, only her doing backflips makes her patriotic. You can go fuck all the way off. Fuck them. So. It appears that the FBI, because uh, uh, Director Ray testified as well, and of course, you know, piled on the condolences like everyone else. But the only thing Director Ray, it seems that he's done at this point, is to fire the lead investigator in charge of this case that had ignored the case of Larry Nasser back in 2015. So... 
there's not <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of women are abused by Larry Nasser. And one man, one man at the FBI, eh, he gets punished. And we're still in this cycle. And even fucking Ted Cruz. Cancun Cruz, that fucking snow lizard. He goes on and on and on on a diatribe about how, you know, uh, he he feels sorry for what happened to these women. And on and on and on he went. And then he talked about how there must be a child out there that is watching this now that is being abused by a monster. And they're looking to this as comfort. Well, Ted Cruz, you and you support the fucking law that your state just passed that would allow, that would force, force a 13-year-old girl to cover, to carry her brother to term because her fucking dad or her uncle or whoever is a fucking monster. You, you fucking piece of shit. It's enough of this fucking garbage where we have to put up with this hypocrisy. Ted Cruz does not need to be questioning women at all. He has no respect for him. He has no respect for the autonomy. What the fuck does Ted Cruz have the right to sit there and question any woman, any woman about the autonomy of her body when he doesn't believe that they have the right to it? You fucking piece of shit. But the FBI has fired the lead investigator. That's a good start. Uh, I believe there should be a criminal investigation. Not just into the lead investigator. But also the the bureau chief that was his supervisor. Because apparently that motherfucker is living a great retirement right now. He's retired. He's having fun. Having vacations. He's doing great. He's doing great. Well, isn't that just fucking swell? So any of these motherfuckers at the Olympic group or at the FBI that either covered up or knew something was going on and didn't act with their authority should be criminally investigated. It should be smoked out and criminally investigated. And I'm going to show you why here in a second, why it should be. Because you're going to watch one of the greatest gymnastics gymnasts of all fucking time. All time. She does shit that no other gymnast has ever dreamed of doing. One of the strongest women probably in our entire fucking country. She had she had the strength and the courage to look at her team and say, I'm a liability. I am not an asset to the team. And made sure her team had the best chance to win at the Olympics. She had the courage to do that. She wasn't weak. You fucking boneheads. This white male fragility is out of fucking control. She wasn't weak. She was strong. She knew herself. She knew her team. She had confidence in them. And she's a fucking leader. Unlike any of you motherfuckers were ever dream of being. Ted Cruz. But I want to show you exactly. Exactly how Larry Nasser. And not just Larry Nasser, but all his enablers. Rather, it was at the organization that he worked at or law enforcement protecting that fucking piece of garbage. For whatever reason. It doesn't matter. It, <laughs> it does not matter the reason. Why? I want to show you the face of strength and what that can do. And why women should have the autonomy of their bodies 
and their rights in this country. It's enough of this shit. It's enough. It's enough. It's out of control. So let me show you this clip. Um, I cut this from uh, MSNBC here. So let's go to this clip. I don't want another young gymnast, Olympic athlete, or any individual to experience the horror that I and hundreds of others have endured before, during, and continuing to this day in the wake of the Larry Nassar abuse. To be clear, sorry. Take your time. To be clear, I blame Larry Nassar, and I also blame an entire system that enabled and perpetrated his abuse. USA Gymnastics and the United States Olympic and Paralympic Committee committee knew that I was abused by their official team doctor long before I was ever made aware of their knowledge. In May of 2015, Rhonda Fayen, the former head of USA Gymnastics Women's Program, was told by my friend and teammate, Maggie Nichols, that she suspected I, too, was a victim. I didn't understand the magnitude of what all was happening until the Indianapolis Star published its article in the fall of 2016 entitled, Former USA Gymnastics Doctor Accused of Abuse. So there you have it. There you have it. A woman who could run backflips over any of these fucking people. One of the strongest, best role models for young women in this country. And she has a hard time even saying his fucking name, that fucking monster. And not only that, not only that, you heard who she who she laid blame to. You heard who she, not just Larry Nasser, but anyone who enabled him. And they should smoke out every single nook and cranny, criminally, with these people. And Ted Cruz, sit down and shut the fuck up. Until you, until you are, are on board of making sure that women have the autonomy of their bodies, you do not have the right to speak about a woman getting her autonomy violated, you fucking piece of shit. There I said it. There I said it. So I want to move on here to uh, the California recall. Uh, last night, yesterday, September 14th, 2021. California cancels Trumpism. That's right. Everyone cheer. Everyone celebrate. Now, the fight is not over. But this is a very good sign because you don't even need to see the results to to, to be clear what happened. And there's so much to unpack uh, about the politics of this, the visuals of this. Uh, Number one, uh, Gavin Newsom absolutely destroys in the three-to-one race uh, Larry Elder by all intents and purposes. And the reason why is because Larry Elder is Trump. He's the embodiment of Trumpism. Jesus Christ, he's been running around spewing Trumpism out of his fucking, out of his pie hole, puking it up for almost 30 years, this guy's been puking up Trumpism. Because he was Trumpism before Trumpism was cool. Talking about how he doesn't believe in the America's Disabilities Act. He would have voted no on the Civil Rights Act. Shitting. Shitting. All over minimum wage workers. 
and the average working class here in the United States. Trumpism before Trumpism was cool. And you know what California said? Fuck off. Get lost. We're not we're not having it here. We're not doing it here. The best part is is they piled on the vote so much that that Larry Elder had to come out uh, last night. <laughs> did you guys uh, did you guys see this uh, clip? Or hear this clip where he's giving his his concession speech, which he didn't have to give a concession speech. He wasn't running in the first place. You're not running against anybody. You were just one of the contingencies on the ballot, you dumb motherfucker. Elder stands in front of his crowd and says, Oh, we need to be gracious. We need to be gracious. And they, Boo! Boo! Don't be gracious! Be a dickwad! Like you've always been! Be a dickwad like Trump! Blame it on fraud! That's, that's, that's what they want him to do. And that, that's was the whole setup here. I mean, I think the GOP really ran into a brick wall with this one. I thought, oh, I think they thought, oh, well, we'll never really get a, uh, the recall on the ballot. And COVID happened with all the restrictions. Uh, they, they, they managed to get enough signatures to actually uh, trigger a California recall, which just in and of that, California really needs to look at their laws on how easy it is to recall. I mean, they recall every goddamn governor they got just about. But it triggers a recall for Gavin Newsom, and it looks like Gavin Newsom may have some trouble until everyone realizes that with with the vaccine and this this big huge wave of the Delta variant running around the country, you see what Texas and Florida is going through by doing the opposite of protecting their citizens like Gavin Newsom is doing in in California. And everyone realizes, well, maybe he's not maybe he's not so goddamn bad. Maybe he's actually doing the right things when it comes to a deadly pathogen spreading around our communities and killing people, filling up hospitals. Maybe he is doing the right thing. He's a fucking leader. He's not He's not placating to the Facebook fans like Ron DeSantis and Greg Abbott. So California really came out to vote against Trumpism. Because again, I don't... Uh, I don't think, I don't think that Joe Biden got 81 million votes. I believe a lot of those votes that Joe Biden got were against Donald Trump. I think Mickey Mouse could have beat Donald Trump. There were enough votes against it. I think if Mickey Mouse was the the governor of California last night, Mickey Mouse would have kept his his gubernatorial office because of the the fucking choice you have between Mickey Mouse and Trumpism. Because, again, Larry Elder, it was Trumpism before Trumpism was fucking cool. But politically, this is very important because we have not really had a major election since 2020 where they're still claiming fraud and dominion and I don't know, Arizona ballots with bamboo in them and all kinds of crazy-ass shit. I mean, Pennsylvania's even trying to pass laws. Georgia's passed laws. Arizona, they're all Texas. They're all trying to bang up the, the voting system so that way they can win because they're terrified. They're terrified of the numbers that are piling votes on top of them. And it's in rebuke of them embracing 
Trumpism. That's what it is. And really, it's fascism. It's, I mean, you can boil, you can say Trumpism, but it, Trumpism is just fucking fascism with a MAGA hat on. Come on. That's all it is. It's fucking fascism with a fucking MAGA hat on. That's it. It runs around wearing a MAGA hat. I mean, goddamn, we see that today with all these boneheads fucking yelling and screaming about Mark Milley. Don't even know, don't even know that the military didn't commit a coup. It was the guy who was elected president who was trying to remain a dictator who was committing the coup. You stupid fucks. It says right there in the oath, enemies, foreign and domestic. It says that. Like, they have to say that out loud. They gotta say it out loud. That's how important that little phrase is when you're talking about enemies, foreign and domestic. Because the domestic terrorism in this country is coming from one goddamn spot. One spot, and it's that fascism with the fucking MAGA hat on. That's where it's coming from. That's where it that's where it resides. Our crazy in this country used to be spread out all over the place. You know, we had flat earthers. We had the the people who thought JFK is some kind of you know Lee Harvey Oswald or a hundred different theories. You got the you got the the, the chemtrail info war Alex Jones whack jobs. You got the you got the nine eleven conspiracist. Right? They were spread out all over the toast, as it were. You know, the jelly was really spread out nice and even. So we didn't notice as much crazy. Now they're all fucking gathered up in one goddamn spot. On a group, on an ivermectin group on Facebook. Listening to Uncle Ned, the Facebook pharmacist. Jesus fucking Christ. And that's, that's our problem, is the... The fucking 13, 14% of this country that's lost their goddamn minds are completely fucking delusional. They're all on the same page. They're all on the same algorithm right now. On social media. They're all in one fucking spot. It's all one goddamn convention anymore. With this QAnon, MAGA, trump humping evangelical shit. And they're running around the country again spreading misinformation. And they can't stop. They can't stop themselves. I mean, even with this California race, the narrative is going to be, oh, Democrats cheated in Dominion and and voting machines and court, Supreme Court, and I don't know what the fuck they're... I mean, even even fucking Grandpa Poopy Pants shit the bed on this one. I mean, they've been promising all over this country, all over this country, they've been promising these, 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 these fucking MAGA Trump humpers that this this was in the sack. The California recalls in the sack, and Larry Elder, Larry Elder is going to be the governor. I mean, they they pretty much that's what they were promising these people. Just like they were promising them that Trump was going to take over back in March. He was going to be the nineteenth president or some dumb shit. And then in April he was going to take over because the military's in charge. That's the funny part about Mark Milley, isn't it? Isn't it? How they said, how all these people who are now all of a sudden against Mark Milley protecting our democracy, protecting our fucking democracy from a wannabe Hitler like fucking Donald Trump. So the military steps in. It's kind of funny how back in March and April and the beginning of the year when when Joe Biden took the oath to be the president of the United States, they claimed the military and Trump was in charge. 
Now, oh, it's bad if the military's in charge. They don't know what they believe. That's why this is so flimsy. That's why it was so easy for California to slam dunk this bullshit. Three to one. Not even fucking close. You didn't have a fucking prayer. Not a fucking prayer. And with all the video and clips of Larry Elder un, un, uncovered, showing that he was Trump before Trump was cool. I mean, he made Rush Limbaugh look like a puppy. Not really. <laughs> but California said, fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. You can fuck off. And we got a next we got a race here coming up that Democrats have a chance to tell Trumpism to fuck off again. And we need to gear up for it. I don't care what state you're in, you need to be yelling and screaming at the top of your lungs. We have a Virginia governor's race that I believe's gonna look like the California race. We're gonna get real results in an election to show that this country does not want Trumpism. We're fucking sick of it. Just because there's a half a dozen people showing up at fucking town hall meetings and school board meetings yelling and screaming shit that they read on Facebook into a microphone does not mean this country wants that type of fucking shit. We don't. We're sick of the bullshit. And it's clear from the results in California. I mean, people were sweating bullets. Rather, Gavin Newsom would would get 51%. Well, he soared past that. Way past that. So on to the next conspiracy theory, because Rand Paul is already starting to make the fucking rounds today. This guy is about as much of a military strategist as he is a fucking doctor, don't you think? This dumb motherfucker saying something about how Millie's committed treason or some shit. How he Millie was trying to commit a coup. No, he was trying to prevent one. Are you people listening? Are you fucking listening? Jesus Christ, the breaking headline is Millie saves American democracy. And MAGA all at once. The Trump humpers all at once say, Arrest him for saving democracy! What? What are you people yammering about? Yeah, maybe... Maybe, maybe, maybe he broke his duty. But he didn't break his oath. Maybe he stepped on chain of command. But if you really read the story, if you really look at what happened, the, the State Department was involved in this. He wasn't demanding anything. He wasn't giving orders to anybody because the Joint Chief of Staff is not a commanding officer. They're an advisor to the executive branch. Because our military is controlled by civilians. The President of the United States and the Secretary of Defense. That's where the command and the orders for operations come from. Not, not, not from Mark Milley. All Mark Milley was doing is what he was doing in public. He was doing it in private. And making sure that not just, not just the, the, the military in general, but the commanders out there and the people that were in charge... If we were to have a strike on another country, understood that they should bookmark the part of their oath that says your oath is not 
is not to a person. It's to the Constitution. And your and the Constitution and your oath says you you are going to stop any enemies, foreign and domestic. Domestic being the key word there. You know, like in this country or in our government or in our military. Because here's the thing, you can't you can't uh, uh, carry out an unlawful order in the military just because a commander tells you something doesn't mean you carry that order out if it's unlawful. And all Mark Billy was trying to do is make sure everyone understood what the procedures were for any kind of military strike and what the legality was. He did this in public, people. He did it in public. And I, I found two times, but I think it was three times, that Mark Milley actually got in front of a microphone and was reiterating this, not just to the American public, and not just to all the, the, the members and service members of the military, but I believe he was trying to tell the fucking uh, the Cheeto Dust mobster, Grandpa Poopy Pants himself, that hey, when you take your oath, your oath is not to a person. There is no dictator in this country. The commander-in-chief is just a commander-in-chief of the armed services. He's not a dictator. He's not a fuhrer. Your oath is to the Constitution, the document. And this came, this, these calls came a couple days after a fucking coup attempt. Mark Milley had proof, had proof right in front of his eyes that something was afoot that someone somewhere possibly in the white house was trying to commit a coup to stay in power to, to remain the american dictator i mean what the fuck what the fuck was mark milley supposed to assume if if donald trump would have been successful that day if donald trump would have been successful in overturning the constitution the constitutionality of, of Congress actually certifying the vote of the states, which had already been counted, had already been cast, had already been fucking voted on and certified by the states. It was over. It was done. But whatever coup attempt he was trying on January 6th to overturn the Constitution of the United States, what the fuck did people think was going to happen if Trump would have been successful in wiping his ass with the Constitution? Mark Milley's seen it played in his day, just like all of us. I mean, if you're going to blame Mark Milley of something, I guess blame him of having fucking reason, logic, critical thinking skills to be able to determine that the that Donald Trump, the current president of the United States, is trying to become an American dictator. The leader of Al-Qaeda. It wasn't that hard. It wasn't rocket surgery. So, of course, Mark Milley acted in the interest of the Constitution. And not not the military taking over, you stupid bastards. Rand Paul, Glenn Beck, Fox News, OAN, you fucking morons. He wasn't acting in the interest of the military taking over. He was acting in the interest... To make sure a dictator didn't commit a coup. So that the next president who was duly elected by the people. And the constitution laid out who was going to be president. Which was Joe Biden. So he could remain as an advisor role to Joe Biden. Not be hung in the square. 
Because the dictator deemed him a, tre- a treasonous asshole. Which, of course, of course, Grandpa Poopy Pants has to has to put out a letter. Has to put out a a, a, a screen image tweet about how Mark Milley, oh, he committed treason. He committed treason because he tried to commit a coup. No, he was trying to prevent you from committing a coup by any means necessary. Because here's the scariest part about the whole goddamn thing. Is that Mark Milley, I'm sure, did not pull the idea that a nuclear war could happen with China out of his fucking ass. I'm sure that's not what happened. I'm sure he was in earshot. I mean, Jesus Christ. The Cheeto Dust Mobster Grandpa Poopy Pants wanted to fucking nuke a hurricane. I'm sure he was within earshot of this dumb motherfucker when this buffoon was talking about what what's the ways I could remain in power if I lose the election? Because apparently Mark Milley was on a phone call with his counterpart in China before the election. And then a couple days after the insurrection. But Mark Milley had been in front of a microphone and, uh, since the beginning of December to try to tell the American people, hey, 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 the oath is to, a, to the Constitution, not a person. He was warning us the whole goddamn time. January 6th happened. The proof is in the pudding. He can see He can see an attempt to coup. And he decides to protect the American Constitution, which he's sworn an oath to, of enemies foreign and domestic. Donald Trump is the enemy. Do you not understand? He, he was not getting a coup attempt against him. He was on his way out. It was over. It was certified. It was done. But he's talking about nuclear war or starting a war with someone to remain in power. Maybe, I don't know. Who, who knows? You know, they had all these ideas about the Insurrection Act and, and martial law. This, this is where it really bleeds into dangerous territory with people like Sidney Powell and Mike Flynn. And Rudy Giuliani sitting there, you know, snowballing with the president late at night in their pajamas. Trying to figure out how the fuck they're going to remain in power in this country so they don't get criminally prosecuted. It's pretty fucking simple. It's not difficult to understand. It really isn't. It's really not hard to determine that this motherfucker's a crook. And the people around him either either have become crooks or were crooks. And there's going to be some form of punishment for the crooked shit they do. And the only way to protect themselves is to make sure that Grandpa Poopy Pants can change his diapers in the White House and not down at Mar-a-Lago. Because that's what was happening, is this guy was losing his fucking mind. Losing his fucking mind, he'd shit his diaper, he needed his ass wiped. And Mark Milley wiped it for him. He made sure to protect our country and our interest. The Constitution, the continuation of American democracy here. Not the coup attempt on democracy. You understand that, right? You get it. Do you, do you understand that the one that was trying to commit a coup was not Mark Milley? He was acting in the interest of the American people. We the people and the Constitution. It was the Cheeto dust mobster that was trying to c- commit a Cheeto Confederate coup. Kangaroo coup. Cheeto dust kangaroo coup. I don't know. I, I got there's all kinds of fucking names for this goddamn thing. Now the political ramifications of this book from Bob Woodward and Bob Costa, the Bob's the Bob's book, coming out at this point 
when we're still when we're still working through the select committee. I believe this is a little early for this information, but it is what it is. That's the freedom the the the, the freedom that we have of a free press here in this country. And sometimes freedom has consequences, and the consequences of the freedom of press is sometimes we know things before we should know them. It's how it happens sometimes. I believe we're going to find this out through the select committee. I believe all the information that has been released, even the information about Dan Quayle and, and Mike Pence, which I'll get to in a second, about the desperation of Pence to to please Grandpa Poopy Pants, the, the orange deity, Mango Mussolini Jesus, to get on his, his knees, put his Cheeto dust knee pads on and please him. He was looking for justification from Dan Quayle. But this select committee that we have is unpacking this piece by piece by piece by piece. And that's the design. The design is to make sure that the American people can eat the elephant. Because this is an elephant and you don't eat an elephant in one goddamn bite. You don't eat it with a straw. You got to cut that motherfucker up in little pieces and eat it with a spoon or a fork. And that's what the select committee is designed to do. Now, they originally wanted a 9-11 committee. That way it could be unpacked that way. But, yeah, you couldn't do that. Couldn't do that because Republicans didn't want this information out. Because now we see with the select committee why they didn't want it out. They didn't want it out because they were part of this. They were part of the Cheeto Dust Kangaroo coup. That's why they're all pissed off about Mark Milley. For stopping a coup. It got stopped on January 6th. And Mark Milley, for better, worse, his duty, his not duty, but his oath, made him make sure he did the right thing and keep our Constitution intact. Make sure the Constitution lived, not died. Because Donald Trump was willing and is still willing to wipe his ass with it. And so is all the GQP, for that matter. They don't give a fuck about the Constitution. Frankly, the Constitution is their enemy. And the reason why it's their enemy is because it gives us democracy. It gives us freedom and rights, which delivers us to liberty. And when you're a fascist, when you're a fascist, the citizen's liberty is not what you want. It's not a thing you really want. You don't want them to have liberty. You don't want them to have autonomy. You know, especially women. Or anybody that doesn't look like them. You know, white male. But if you really, GQP, if you really want a traitor, a general that's a traitor, if you really want a traitor who betray our country, and you're looking for a treason, a trial of treason, maybe you should look no further than the Q, the QAnon general, Michael Flynn. This guy has taken oath to QAnon, the QAnon oath. He doesn't pledge allegiance to the flag, he pledges allegiance to Q, to QAnon. This guy's running around the country talking about having a civil war and, 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 and committing a coup and having the military take over. That's what he's that's what they've been saying for months and months and months. Is all oh, the military should take over. The military should do something. And here we are, here we are with the story that Mark Milley, the Joint Chief of Staff, he's like, oh, I gotta make sure that everyone knows the protocols for war so that this fucking bonehead doesn't shit his diaper and commit a war and just because he wants to stay in power for no other reason. (laughs) 
And ever since that day, they've been saying the military, the military. I mean, remember March 4th. Now, this this bleeds into a lot of different conspiracy theories. This bleeds into it. They're, they're really, they, they overlap these this, this narrative and maritime law and sovereign citizen shit. That's how they got to this, this March 4th thing. Because they got to it because, oh, well, it was in the old constitution before they incorporated the country and it became a company and, and they changed the inauguration date. So he was, the military was going to take back control of the country and dissolve the corporation or I don't know what the fuck. What the fuck they were, it has something to do with sovereign citizen citizenry these people who claim to be sovereign citizens there's a few of these goddamn insurrectionists that are trying to uh, defend themselves in court as sovereign citizens go google it sovereign citizen it's fucking dumb it's fucking dumb they think maritime law and all kinds of dumb shit but that's why they thought he was going to take over march 4th but you remember the whole fucking point was oh well we're going to here's what we're going to do we're going to have the military at Exit Joe Biden and swear in Donald Trump as the 19th president. They've been calling for the military to take over this country since Donald Trump fucking lost. Are you people not paying attention? Lynn Wood, Sidney Powell, Mike Flynn, Mike Lindell, they've all been saying the military needs to do something. The military, the military, the military. And then they're like, what? Mark Milley? The military? They did what? Traitors to reason! Because they were stopping Grandpa Poopy Pants from shitting the bed for the last two weeks he was a president after January 6th happened. After it was obvious what he wanted. He wanted to remain the American dictator. It was obvious. We seen it live on TV. And we seen the lead up to it. He kept He kept leading up to it with the big lie. I mean, Jesus Christ, Bill Bill Barr was even like, nope, that fucking scumbag was like, nope, I'm not going to have anything to do with that. He resigns. He knew it was coming. And really, if we're going to have someone tried for treason, maybe try Bill Barr, who didn't say anything, who didn't say, hey, hey, he's going to try to commit a coup. It's going to be a coup attempt. Hello? He's going to try to commit a coup. Because you know if Mark Milley called his counterpart counterpart in China that that fucking buffoon was in the White House talking about how he could start a nuclear war and that would keep him as president. You know it! You know it's true! How could it not be true? Why the fuck would Mark Milley ever assume that Donald Trump was used nuclear weapons if it didn't come out of his mouth? And it ain't that far-fetched. It really isn't that far-fetched. I mean, this is... You're not too many steps away from this. I mean, he was going to nuke a hurricane. You remember that shit? Make it nuclear. But also in this book, we find out, to add to to add to add the problems of these fucking morons trying to set the narrative that, oh, it was a coup attempt against Trump. is Mike Pence wasn't the innocent little puppy on January 6th. The motherfucker was calling Dan Quayle to try to get justification in public. I think that was the attempt. Mike Pence is trying to find someone, and I bet he was goaded by Grandpa Poopy Pants, 
the Cheeto Dust mobster. This is what they do with the big lie and, and misinformation. That was the whole point of Ukraine, is to get someone to come out in public in a microphone, and then they could say, see, people are saying, people are saying, people are saying. That's what they That's what they were trying to do with Dan Quayle. Goading Pence and the go, go-asking Quayle to give him justification for overturning the election on January 6th. And of course, Dan Dan Quell dropped a fucking load of truth on Pence's dumb ass. That you do not have that power. That is a not. That's not a thing that fucking exists. You need to stop acting like it exists. Don't even talk about it. You're acting like it exists just by talking about it with me. You fucking bonehead. But Mike Pence apparently calls Dan Quayle. Now the significance of Dan Quayle here, I believe, is that. Um, Mike Pence is looking for justification not just from a Republican from the state of Indiana, but he's also looking for justification for someone who is in the same situation. And you look back in history, and he's one of the most recent cases of this, where an incumbent president loses their race. And the vice president of the United States who loses the incumbency race has to hand over power. They have to have the peaceful transfer of power in the joint session of Congress way of counting the state's vote to certify the state's vote and really it's all ceremonial it's like opening up an envelope and saying who won at the oscars they already won the fucking oscar they already won it it's just a matter of saying it out loud and they come up and oh yay here here's your here's your trophy i mean that, that's all it is it's just a fucking trophy ceremony that's it it's already done it's already certified it's already legal the states have already decided there was no different electors there was one slate, and the slate of electors had elected Joe Biden. That was it. But Mike Pence was looking for justification here, not just from a Republican, but also from a Republican who was in the same situation as he was. Sorta. Because Joe Biden was the vice president. He handed over power to Donald Trump and Mike Pence. But they weren't incumbents. They couldn't win. Al Gore the same way. Now, Al Gore's a little different situation because Al Gore had to hand over power to George W. Bush and Dick Cheney after a long-fought battle in the Supreme Court. And he had to hand over power to them, but he wasn't incumbent. He wasn't the incumbent. He was the vice president, but he was running to be president. The last time we seen this where the incumbent lost and the vice president had to give the transfer of power inside the joint session of Congress to certify the state's vote was Dan Quayle. And that's why Mike Pence called Dan Quayle. That's why. Because I know, I know from history of listening to the Trump administration and Trump and Pence and anyone else tied to fucking Trumpism here. That they were looking for someone to go out in public and say, yes, he can do it. Yes. And they were looking for someone who would, quote unquote, know that he could do it. Give them justification. Insanity that this isn't the story. That the guy who can't spell potato is the guy they were looking for to give public justification for something that didn't exist. And Mike Pence pressed him on it. You see it in the quotes. He pressed him. Are you sure? No, I'm sure. Positive. Not a thing that exists. Are you double time sure? 100%. There's not a chance in the world. What about in an alternative universe? Would there be a chance? 
Would there be a chance? Nope. Sorry, Mike. Not a thing. Can't do it. You gotta abide by the Constitution. It's your fucking duty. So, in essence, Dan Quayle and Mark Milley might have saved our fucking democracy. They might have saved our democracy. Now, I believe there's probably a lot of other people out there that had to do with saving our democracy than just Mark Milley and Dan Quayle. But it's really really fucking crazy that we were so close, because I don't believe we were really close, but we were closer than we've ever been to losing our Constitution of the United States. And the thing that stood in the way was Mark Milley and a guy who couldn't spell potato. (laughs) Holy shit! How fragile is democracy? How fragile is it? It's really fucking fragile, folks. That's why. That's why the call to go vote. 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 That should be the call right now. The next election. The next The next proof that we need that we will reject Trumpism in this country is the Virginia gubernatorial race. It's where we need to go. It's where our focus needs to go. California behind us. We done piled a mountain of fucking... Mountain of votes on Trumpism. Fuck that shit. We don't want it. Let's go to a different state and prove there that we don't want it there. And let's keep doing this. Let's keep piling these elections on top of these dumb fucks. We're not going to get rid of fascism. Fascism is an idea. And Trumpism is fascism with a MAGA hat on. We can't kill an idea. But what we can do is make sure it doesn't have fucking power and the reins of power. Now, it's going to be very difficult with the redistricting that's going to happen with the United States Census that they they fucking rigged up. It's going to be really fucking difficult, but we can fucking do it. We can do it over and over and over and over again. There's 8 million plus more voters that are for democracy and against fascism with a goddamn MAGA hat on. Trumpism. We need to keep piling votes on these motherfuckers. Texas, Florida, Arizona, Georgia, Virginia's the next one. 2022 could actually have more implications of fascism taking over our country than what the 2020 race had. So just remember that you have a duty too to your rights and your freedom to deliver you liberty because that's what it is. Our rights and our freedom deliver us liberty and if you want liberty, you better go vote. You better go vote and you better go vote for someone who is for rights and freedoms because the freedom to oppress the rights of other people, Texas, Greg Abbott, DeSantis, The freedom to oppress the rights of other people is not liberty. It's not. It's not fucking liberty. And until we get to a place in this country where everyone that's here, I don't care if you're man, woman, black, white, tall, short, able-bodied, disabled, if you're a citizen or a non-citizen, 
You are entitled to liberty and the equality and equity of that liberty. And that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that your privilege is taken away for you from you, you fragile white males. Just because someone gets equality in the privilege that you've had for hundreds of years doesn't mean you're losing anything, you stupid bastards. Pluck your head out of your ass and realize and tell all of us, every single person in this country has full liberty, autonomy of our bodies, the rights and freedoms that are afforded to us in the Constitution without restriction from the state that you live in. Until that happens, until that happens, no one has full liberty. Nobody. And that's the way they want it. That's what fascism does. That's what it's designed to do. And our fascism in this country wears a fucking MAGA hat. It's fucking Trumpism. So go vote. 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 And remember, it only takes two words. Fuck them! You've been listening to the Tony Michaels Podcast. Podcast. In-your-face commentary of current events and political news. No rules, no boundaries. I think we've made that perfectly clear. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll be back soon. In the meantime, follow Tony on social media at the Tony Michaels. And until next time, raise a fist and repeat after me. Fuck them.